Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 37 of Jen and Millie, where a Gen Xer and a millennial share the strength-based perspective through which they view the world. We are your hosts, Allison and Tess. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Happy March 25th. Sean is 19 today. Oh, my gosh. I have two fully complete adults. You have a 19? Oh, yeah, because 19 is Nebraska's legal age of adulthood. I, I have crazy. adult children officially. Wow. Yeah, what can you do at 19? What is the, why is it the legal? No, I have no idea. I'm trying to think vote is like Minnesota. So Minnesota's 18. Yeah. And like that's when I got the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, is that's ni- when I can claim independence from like, you know, like I can file my taxes separately if I would want to. Unless I became emancipated earlier before that. So 19 is the age of legal adulthood, but yet it doesn't bring any... Benefits. Perks? Because, like, driver's license is 16. Can you buy tobacco at 19? Oh, yeah, that's probably it. Blech. Um, um, and gamble, probably. Gamble. Also, yeah. blech. Well, we're off to a good start. Happy nineteenth uh, birthday, Sean! Nineteenth birthday, Sean! <laughs> um, Don't have a lot of rights, but I think it's, there's something about political office, though, as well. I think you have the ability to run for political office, which he would actually really appreciate. He really would um, appreciate. Except that. for um, running for president, you have to be thirty-five, I believe. If I remember my civics class correctly. Fun fact: uh, We just went on spring break. I went with Lauren and Sean and yes. Shanna to Texas, and we spent part of our day in Dallas at the Sixth Floor Museum which is a tribute to um, JFK. Okay. Oh, so yeah. it's from yep. the sixth floor mm-hmm. where um, shots were fired. Shots were fired. And you put on a headset yep. and you walk around to these different rooms and it kind of captures the story. And yeah. um, it was really fascinating, Tess. As much as I am kind of disengaged about history, I was fascinated. I really was. It is. I've walked down to the spot where you can walk mm-hmm. to the yeah, spot we did too. on the street, right, where the white axes and mm-hmm. the memorial is yep. just beautiful. We did. We did that. Wow. Um, awesome. The interesting part for me was listening to the recordings of the rallies and the times that he spoke and yeah. just trying to imagine what that would be like mm-hmm. to be part of that kind of energy, all that he inspired with the Peace Corps and right. people taking part and being part of a better nation it was almost surreal Mm -hmm. to even imagine what what that must have been like and then also to realize how far we have to go yeah you know you would think how far we've come but yet how how much more more work we did need to do so you would have loved it and it was really a great part of our trip that's awesome yeah little hashtag context that I was using from my my lesser talents Mm. I love it I love it so I was thinking in the midst of um what now has been is it the official spring equinox passed this weekend correct um it was part of a full supermoon the worm moon which means (laughs) spring (laughs) okay it's the worm moon interesting but I was thinking that (laughs) It's so bizarre. Sometimes you say interesting because you're thinking, and sometimes you say interesting like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. 
Like, that was a useless right. fact that I know well, there, up in my head about yep. the worm moon. Here comes Allison with her moon facts. <laughs> with her moon facts. Um, but I'm just thinking, yeah, you're so right. My interesting. I, I read this great article <laughs> when the Super Bowl was in Minnesota um, last year. And it was like 10 phrases or 10 things you need to know about Minnesotans if you're coming to visit. And one of them, and it was all about Minnesotan phrases like, oh, you betcha, and oh, yeah, and things like that. And one of them was um, the word interesting is the response to I highly doubt that or I'm very skeptical about what you just told me or I don't care. It was like like 12 different translations, and it was like interesting. And I'm like, I think it's just my verbal pause, my so, go-to response. Sometimes when you say it. You're really thinking. Oh, yes. So you have a nonverbal response with your verbal response that tells me what nuance of your verbal what response. Kind of interesting yes. Is. So that was a I do not care interesting. Yeah. Whereas um, if I was maybe telling you about the Sixth Floor Museum and you said yeah, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Well, even our podcast listeners ought to have been able to catch the, catch the difference between that one. That tone, yeah. Take a pause right now and listen back to the two interestings and see if you can tell. Oh my gosh, too funny. Supermoons are powerful because you have an opportunity to harness the energy um, of that moon. I do mentally keep my mouth shut from saying interesting. Interesting. So, but I think anyway. what's great about it is it signifies the worm moon signifies spring. Okay. Yes, that makes sense. So I was excited about spring, talking about um, the warm weather. Lots of people, you know, classic Midwestern small talk. Oh, nice weather today, huh? You know? Um, And my parents came down to visit this weekend, and um, there's still a bunch of snow on the ground up north, and so they came down. And we were so excited about the warm weather and no snow, even though it was still pretty rainy this weekend. But... um, so I wanted to talk, it made me, it got me to thinking, right, based on our strengths, based on, I don't know, it could be our generational differences, um, what our, what season we appreciate the most. Maybe it's not the answer to our, what's your most favorite season, right? Because if you say the favorite season, that's my favorite season, you're going to get judged for sure, but um, which we'll dive into, but um, There's, this have, is a no judgment space. I know. I appreciate that. I do judge you on your warm moon, though. But it's no, okay. I take it. I know you don't mean it in a super judgy way. <laughs> no, I don't It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, a fact to store away for later. Um, someone will probably ask me about a moon, and I'll talk, tell them about the warm moon. Or you might be at trivia night, and that uh, could come up, and true. you will say... Thank Gosh, you. Gosh darn it, Allie. Mystic. You let me win the, the trophy this week. <laughs> um, but so I, yeah, so I've just been like thinking about um, what stri- or what seasons give us the most life, right? What strengths bring us the most life? Um, and from that, what which of our strengths inform that, right? I think there's some like personality, there's some maybe your experience with the seasons, um, but I think there is something about, and that's both having connectedness high about the cyclical changing of the seasons, mm-hmm. right? Um, but there's also, I think, something about what strengths, like are there certain strengths, I guess is a hypothesis I'm rolling around in my head, that are mo- more well-suited for certain seasons? Oh, like, do I, is my favorite season winter, we'll just say it, I'll confess, my favorite season is winter. Let because, that sink in. Right. <laughs> okay, everybody just pause and, and say, say interesting. interesting. 
But is it because I have so, such high thinking themes? And I have an excuse because it's socially acceptable to become a hermit during the winter. Hibernate. Hibernate. And I like to call it hermit life. Positive you know, language. I say I'm a hermit at heart, but it's okay. It's a self-ascribed um, characteristic. But yes, to hibernate. So I get my thinking time. So I'm not as drained of energy during the winter. So it actually brings me life. So okay. this, my first thought was Hugue. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Finland, by the way, is the most, it's the best place to live right now. Oh. It's number one. I just read an article about it. Ah, I did not. That was the Scandinavian country I did not make it to. And, I did not make it to Finland. And the things that they factor in. Oh, yeah. And so that that's also another fascinating way for us to think about seasons. But I think you're right. It gives you an opportunity to hibernate and cozy up mm-hmm. with your books right. and your records mm-hmm. and your learning. And I think also, Tess, it allows the introvert to heal. Mm. Because when you were talking about um, Midwesterners were just all, oh, yay, the weather is better. I think we were almost like freaking out level of, yay. I mean, everyone everyone and their dog literally was outside. Outside. Yeah. I saw people in, in shorts during in right. 50 degree weather and flip flops. I thought, <laughs> I, I don't even know. Do these people live on my street? So I think all of us had been in such hibernation mode, but when it's, when it's nice out, I think it's harder for introverts to go inside. Yeah. Um, during winter it's encouraged. Yeah. Cozying up is encouraged. Mm-hmm. So is winter truly your favorite season? 100%. Yes. All winter long. For the most part, yes. My favorite time of winter is after a fresh blanket of snow when it doesn't get... I don't like dirty snow because then it's like not as fun, right? Um, But when there's a fresh blanket of snow everywhere, when you can see the snow falling on the street lights, right? You're inside where I like to walk outside in the snow with a warm cup of coffee or a warm cup of tea or hot cocoa or something, you're right. truly like Danish. I truly like, <laughs> you embody. I know, right? My whole like you just see me, you know, like closing up in a few different layers. Yeah, having great music on, reading a book, or like even hanging out with my friends, like playing games. So, um, are you feeling loss with the end of this season? Are mm-hmm. you feeling? Um, I don't want to say loss. The word I'm looking for is longing, maybe. Yeah. Um, kind of a mixture between those two. Like, are you seeing it yeah. passing and thinking, oh. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. So I. About winter. Uh, yeah. So okay. I, okay. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, so I have almost like, it, it's sad to me. It really is that winter is closing because when, when I think about my love of hibernation, that's not socially acceptable in the other three seasons, right? I can't go home and put on my pajamas at 6 o'clock at night. Well, you could, but, <laughs> I could. but cozying up <laughs> when it's 95 degrees out it's, isn't the same. Isn't the same. Like, I can't cuddle under a blanket. I don't want a warm cup of a warm mug in my hand when it's... 95 degrees outside. Right. It's almost Sa Blanc season is yeah. the way that I look oh, at it. Yeah. Oh, man. So you're transitioning. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Put away the Cabernet and it's time for... Uh, Cab all year. I know. Well, me too. But um, I think that is so 
you. When you think about your strengths, also when you think about your values, Mm -hmm. your personality, but generationally, do you feel like, to me, Mm -hmm. and my grandpa, um, also Danish, that's what I think about my grandpa. That was Mm -hmm. him, I don't remember seeing him out in the garden. I remember seeing him Mm -hmm. next to the record player with a book and his glasses and a pipe. You know, th- that's the I feel image. Like we would have gotten along really you well. really would have, and <laughs> he had total love of history. Was constantly learning and talking about history, talking about politics, um, talking about um, where the nation was. I mean, when I have a vision of him, it's not him outside in the no. garden or farming, which he farmed for years. But that the vision I have of him, where he was most himself, was in his chair mm-hmm. with a pipe with his yeah. with his books that's awesome hmm. so I I don't know so generationally I'm a little less uncertain about but I think like since our last conversation about balconies and basements I've learned just I and I think I've really been reflecting on um, kind of the basements of a lot of my strengths and I feel like the triggers for so many of my strengths to slip into the basement is not enough alone time to process and you know, my top 10, I have six strategic thinking themes. And so some of those, like my learner manifests best when I get to teach somebody, right? So that has to be around people. And I need, and I have a lot of other relational strengths. So I need to be around people, but my around people, um, like best scenario being around people is either with a small group or like one-to-one teaching or you know, having social time. And so that looks like best seated in like a home or like my cozy apartment. But so when I'm thinking about the basements of my strengths um, and having an awareness of maybe what triggers, what triggers my strengths to go into the basement is, you know, difficult time stress. We talked about that a lot, a lot in the last episode, but also is I know what my strengths look like when they're at their best, right? But, and also they slip into when they're their worst when I don't have time to let them fully be themselves, right? To let the themes manifest as they naturally would, right? If my intellection, for example, gets shoved into a box or I have to give a response right away mm-hmm. and don't get time to process, that's not really great. I need, it need, it will slip into the basement, right? It mm-hmm. will just be overthinking, constantly thinking my body can't, keep up with it right but if I give myself enough alone time right which is more socially acceptable in the winter because of hibernation mentality um then I am very much at my best so I was thinking about connection we're designed for connection but we tend to neglect connection to self yeah oh yeah so I was sharing with you Tess before we started about a podcast I listened to which will be a conversation for another day but around connection and attachment Mm -hmm. but I think we fail to really think about that connection to self so where are you having conversations within and I think regardless of your strengths regardless of your generational um, perspective regardless all of us could do a little more self-check and when we teach that to littles Mm -hmm. self-regulation you know, let's take five seconds here and count to five. Yeah. Um, I think connection to self, knowing yourself, yeah. knowing your season is winter, and that brings you joy. Coming into this new season, 
what are you going to need? Like we talked about in the last episode, what do you need to get to that to that level of okay? Yeah. So do you need to take time out in the spring months ahead to give yourself an opportunity to be in your jammies at 6 o'clock? Mm. Jammies is not a word I use. Jammies and pajamas got combined. Okay. I prefer jammies. <laughs> I was thinking about pajamas. I said jammies. jammies. That is not – I want to correct myself. I knew exactly what you meant. So, do, you, do you listen to these after? No, often not. Okay, I always do. Sometimes for sound quality. What's that say? I don't know. <laughs> Me, it's like I just want to like try and um, uh, block out my memory and thinking about other people are listening to these. See, I listen because I think other people are listening oh, to these. Funny. And I wonder, are they gaining anything at all? <laughs> Jamas. Jamas. Interesting. So I hear myself, and sometimes I don't stop and correct myself. Mm. And I'm trying really hard to work on that. Okay. Um, so there, that is. Um, and when we're talking about connection – and what you need, um, mm-hmm. when we talked about what heals you, yeah. could you give yourself, even though it doesn't get dark till eight now? Yeah. And you don't, you dislike that. Just it's like, okay to say that. I just like that. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what will you need to, I use this metaphor all the time. I got to go to California seven years in a row, every spring, and every time I was there, I didn't want to leave. I loved it mm-hmm. so much. In reality, I can't, I can't live there. Not right now, anyway. Yeah. So every time I left, I brought a little bit of Cali with me. Just a little bit. So that mm-hmm. I could have it in my, in my life here. Yeah. So I think, what can you take of winter yeah. through each of your seasons mm-hmm. so that you feel like you're honoring that cozy hige, yeah. that you're honoring you, you your best self, but also you're honoring your intellection strength yeah. and your introversion and need to connect mm-hmm. to self. That's good. Okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. challenge you all throughout. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be my question to you. How are you connecting to winter right now? How am I connecting to winter right now? Hmm, that's a good question. And you don't have to answer it right now. I'm going to be asking you that okay. all the time. Okay. How are you connecting to winter right now? Maybe we could bring you a scarf every once in a while. Every once in a while. <laughs> but I want to hear from you what season do you feel like brings you the most life, and how do you feel like that lends to your strengths? This will be an easy spot for you. Mm-hmm. I look forward to hearing your response, yes. unless it's interesting. <laughs> I like the beginning of each season. Classic. <laughs> um, because I really, I love, I love the way that, each new season reminds me of growth mm-hmm. and change, but also a connection to <laughs> that was easy, a connection to the next season. Mm-hmm. So I love the beginning of spring, especially right now. I'm sleeping with my window open. This begins the open window season for me. I realize it's quite chilly, <laughs> and I open it just a crack because I like to be able to hear the sounds of spring outside, oh. and the birds are are awake now so I naturally wake I typically don't use an alarm I really don't like to Um, and if I have to use an alarm or I have to count on it then I don't sleep well Mm -hmm. if I naturally sleep and wake I sleep really well and I usually wake between 5 and 6 a.m. naturally but the birds are my they're my call it's like okay I don't even have to look at the clock I know what time it is Mm -hmm. so I like the sound of that 
I also love sunrise, and that's coming at a more opportune time for me than in the winter season. I love sunset, and I love that I feel like I can have lingering conversations in the spring and summer at the dinner table um, with my kids Mm. because it doesn't feel like something has to happen next. Um, When we lived in our house in Hebron on Barger, we had a really beautiful outdoor deck that we spent a lot of time on. Mm. And I looked forward to this season because people would gather and we could be outside. Um, so easy to strength spot that one as well. I like the beginning of fall because I love the color change. I love witnessing, again, rebirth, mm-hmm. growth, passing, yeah. the seasons. Um, I think there's really something to be said about what we can learn from each one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always look forward to winter because for me, now when I was young I did because I loved being able to play outside. I was listening to, um, again, Mary Pfeiffer. Can I say her her name enough on this um, podcast? I was listening to her interview where she was talking about she's at 70, she's 71 now. She has found that she is, she still loves to do what she did at 10. Hmm. And I talk a lot about 10 year old self. But if, you, if I think about my 10-year-old self, I loved to read, I loved playing outside, I loved riding my bike to the well and back, or down to the creek and back. All of these things that I still love to do. I loved my music at the time, that was my cassettes, yeah. um, or my mom's old 45s. Um, I loved being with my friends. Yeah. And so I, I think at the beginning of winter when I was 10 years old, it meant there was a new area to explore. So we could create tunnels and we could make um, igloos. And we had two, our family farm sits on the west side, the east side of town, um, on the south side of the road. And so we had two lines of evergreen trees, two actual like rows, one and then another, Mm -hmm. on both the north side and the west side. And when you were little, those trees were, I mean, it was a tunnel pathway. Mm. So in the wintertime, the snow wouldn't often get in there. And I could literally go through all of these passages. It was like a cavern. Mm -hmm. Um, We did a lot of that kind of stuff. So I looked forward to winter season then. I looked forward to no school days. Now I do not look forward to driving. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I am white knuckle drive when the weather is bad. So I think my approach to winter is different Mm. than it ever used to be. Mm. I hadn't really pondered that. I love that we have no agenda on these. And then I ponder (laughs) things I haven't thought about ever. Uh Uh-huh. I was thinking that too. (laughs) Okay, Okay. so you want to strength spot that? That's pretty easy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, For sure. That doesn't surprise me at all, the changing of the seasons. I think um, I want to strengths about your developer, too. Mm. Um, it's a lot about rebirth and growth. And um, Where's developer for me? I was trying to think. I don't I think even know. It's in the teens. Somewhere in the upper teens, mid-teens. Um, yeah, not in your top ten, I don't think. But, um, but I've been using it more lately. For sure. Because sure. I've been doing more coaching. Yeah. I've been doing some additional teaching outside of just strengths. Yeah. I've been putting 
resources together around yep. purpose and mm-hmm. growth mindset. I definitely think so. I think that the what I wanted, I think, to spot about it was the the developers seeing the potential right in in other people specifically, but also oftentimes the picture is the planting of the seed mm-hmm. and seeing the seed turn to a seedling and then turn to a sprout and then turn to whatever plant or flower that it turns into. And so I think that there's something about the. Um, when you talked about each season, it's almost like knowing what's going to come, so seeing what the season could bring in terms of its potential, and so. Um, There's some sta- safety and stability yeah. in the season changes for me. Mm-hmm. If everything else might be different, there's safety, a calm yeah. in it for me that I, I know what to expect, because mm-hmm. I think so much of my life has not yeah. been like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think about the season that I'm in as a person at 44, yeah. the season mm-hmm. that I'm in as a parent at having adult children. Yeah. Also, the recognition of the season that I'm in this time of year at work. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I get really energized this time of year because we're mm-hmm. starting to put things together yeah. for the new year. We're looking at what worked. We're looking at what went well. We're looking at where we got stuck. We're looking at what needs our effort and energy. Yeah. And I think we're, we're toiling the soil right now yeah, because sure. we're thinking about what seeds need to be planted before our annual conference, yeah. before we have the wonderful opportunity to be in front of all of our program coordinators and board members and even mentors. Yeah. And then we're also thinking about what seeds need to be planted for the new year mm-hmm. as we grow. So, to me, that's also a lot connectedness, but maybe even some of my individualization, too. Mm-hmm. And your empathy, I was mm-hmm. going to spot. Hmm. Um, definitely want to spot your woo in terms of bringing people together. It's mm-hmm. um, my favorite thing. Deck, um, outside in the warm weather, I think that that's awesome. Um, how often were, was there a new person invited out to the deck? So when we moved to Hebron, we knew no one, and then we became friends with everyone. The hub. Yep, of course. Of the connecting. So of actually, course. when we divorced and moved, one of our couple friends, she came to us and said, "And and now what are we supposed to do?" <laughs> and I said, well, "I'm sorry." I'm um, sorry. Kind of like she said, <laughs> "Got some things going on. Got to worry a little bit. Um, but like, where am I going to live?" But it was interesting because I think it rattled her mm-hmm. stability that the hub yeah. of the social circle. We didn't have the nicest housed. Housed. Jeez, what is what happening? Is today? We didn't have the nicest house. We didn't have the biggest deck or space um, parking. We were on a corner. It wasn't exactly a good hmm. space for that. But I think... We worked hard at creating. I am really struggling. I am so sorry, universe. Um, we worked really hard at creating an invitation yeah. and a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. And so when I would gather people, I always loved to serve appetizers and drinks and try new things. And yeah. you know, do you like this? Did you like this? I found this recipe. I'm going to try this on my group. Um, but then I just love joy. I love joy so much. Mm-hmm. And when you can hear people laughing or you know, talking in a way that they felt honored and heard and that they could participate. Yeah. I mean, what is better than that? Mm-hmm. To That's me, awesome. 
not much. Um, and I've been spending a lot of time thinking about that because I, I've lost that. Don't have that same, um, don't have a, I mean, I have a, a deck, but I don't have that hub anymore. And I miss that. I'm really lucky that um, I still am connected to a lot of my friends back there. Um, my friend Amy and I are going to get together in the next couple of weeks. I look forward to that. I look forward to when my friend Annie is um, up this way. It just, I think it's interesting, Tess, because there are a lot of life seasons mm-hmm. that can completely destroy someone's view of a season. Mm-hmm. A life event can wreck your perspective and there was a time when spring was not my favorite because it was a reminder of a hard time Um, there was a time when winter was really hard for me because that was a season where my my dad died in a farm accident you know there I think people can really it's a strong memory when you think about the season Um, so I think the season of life or your season that you might be going through can affect your view Sure. of the natural or seasons of nature. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. And I think you're you're right. I mean, I think about, for example, when, um, like, how smells can be triggers to memory. Like, they can be tied to, like, good things and bad things. Like, I think about how our seasons, right, What what's going on even, like, in nature around us can be affected by what season we're going on personally. So that can yes. be tied to something very difficult. Um so it's interesting. What's that called? What's your sense of smell called? Your sense of smell called? Yes. Your Auditory memory. What's your sense of smell called? Smell? <laughs> well, I'll look it up in the meantime, and I'll post it to oh our gosh. worth mentioning. Okay. That is well known as one of the, the strongest memory triggers. Oh, for sure. So okay. I can, and I know we've talked about this before, but the smell of lilacs is spring and it's my grandma's backyard there was a purple um huge lilac bush a purple one and a white one and i had it in my head that the purple had more a stronger scent but i would go out there because that's where her um, raspberry bush was was in the middle of them and i would go out i mean i can remember this as vivid as if it was two seconds ago but if you think i could tell you 90% 90% of what I learned in college. <laughs> okay, just kidding, Doan professors. I remember 90. 90, you remember? Somewhat. But, I mean, to think about what a trigger that is for me, anywhere that I am, when I smell lilacs, I could yeah. put myself back. It's just like time travel. Okay, so I think about that. I was recently, um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, so my parents were here this weekend. I was playing a playlist. My mom and I have similar music tastes, and we were going around record shopping, and um, was playing um, Hoogly Times, a playlist that I have that's kind of all like mellow indie stuff. And one of the songs came on that um, is from a record that was released when I was living in Denmark. And um, it automatically puts me back on a train in Hamburg, Germany, where I remember with my friend that I was traveling with, we like shared earbuds, like the split earbud, listening to this album that just came out from an artist we both really loved. And so just the ability for, I definitely get um, smell, taste, Mm -hmm. even touch, but also like there have been a few times where just songs, it's like the soundtrack of our lives, right? Like there's when certain songs come on, it just you back. Mm -hmm. There's a few songs that I have of that, and one of them came up this weekend, and I was like driving, trying not to 
trying to keep my eyes open because all I could do was like close my eyes to sit back in that train from like four years ago. <laughs> right? That's awesome. So, so cool. I want to do a little bit of circle back. So mm-hmm. you had talked about our last Jen and Millie. Yep. You talked about anticipating your trip to Chicago. Oh. Yeah. And that you needed to be oh, yes. around yes. other humans. Were you around a lot of other humans? I was around a ton of other humans. And was it all that you had hoped it would be? It definitely was good. I wouldn't say like it was like all I hoped it would be, but it was definitely very much needed for that space in my life and time in my life (laughs) and so when you think back to knowing yourself Mm -hmm. you knew you needed that but now we can talk about the reflection and the um introversion that needs to be honored my guess is when you got back you needed some quiet time oh immediately yes normally i'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast or music or something while i'm in my apartment but when i got back it was literally dead quiet and I just left it like that like I unpacked and I took a shower and kind of debriefed and then like went to bed and I didn't play anything I had no music the whole time right because I was and I didn't even like realize it because I was just thinking right like I don't realize when most of the time I don't realize when there isn't something playing for for a while because I'm just so in my head um and yeah, so it was yeah, just really good. And I actually was a little nervous knowing that I had all of that social time with people. And then my parents were coming, and traditionally they stay with my sister. But there's been some like kind of issues there where they didn't know if it would if they'd have the availability of a room in her house like she nor- they normally do. And so my mom had reached out just separately and asked if I could you know if they could stay with me. Well, then when they got here, my sister was like, I've spent the last three days cleaning the house we have a room prepared for you so I in my head had it that they were also staying this coming weekend and I was like oh man that's a whole lot of social time like normally I'm I like hang out with my friends for a couple hours on the weekend like max like one evening otherwise I'm like by myself the whole weekend studying or cleaning or doing whatever thinking right thinking just like when I (laughs) sit in my you know on my couch and just ponder life um and so anticipating the fact that my parents were going to stay with me was a little bit overwhelming just having had a ton of social time for the previous weekend um, and kind of having a busy week of catching up and being in the office a lot and um, and so when my sister said that and my parents were like oh well we don't want to you know be offensive is it okay if we stay with them they knew I'd be fine with them like in my mind like out loud I'm like oh yeah that you know yeah I mean I got my apartment you're non-verbal right, right, right. I'm like I'm like yeah 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 and I, the words that are coming out of my mouth are like oh you know I totally understand she spent the whole time getting prepared for you guys definitely you should stay with her that would be respectful right in my head I'm like yeah a long time Woo-hoo! um and so it was really it was very nice to um to have like you know I make jokes like separation of church and state you know like they stayed with my sister and so then I had time in the evenings and then time right away in the morning to just like think and be on my by myself and I think it's so interesting that particularly with our generational perspective um, and our strengths Mm -hmm. I have become more introverted the older I've become yeah and my strengths are very extroverted yeah um but I've learned that I have to rest them now, when I was the same age that you are, I don't like to say when I was your age anymore. I just think it's a terribly, it comes age across, really? well, it, and oh. also comes across as when I was your age. And I, that's not how I want to say it. When I was the same age that you are now, yeah. 
I was constantly social hmm. with two little kids. Um, no, I hadn't had John yet. With one little one, and and you know, trying to connect with other people. Yeah. We were doing play dates all the time. I was constantly social with family, with friends. Crazy. Um, so to think about that, no wait, I had two littles. Yeah, you had two littles, little yeah. and we were moving and doing all. And I was constantly connection. I mean, constant. When we moved to Hebron, and I didn't have that constant connection. I think I've told this story here before where the poor kid who was working in produce found me crying, pushing the, pushing the shopping cart. He was like, ma'am, are you okay? I'm like, I just don't know why we moved there. (laughs) And the poor guy. And he was so, I can still see him. He was so kind. I mean, he he was kind of like, well, I don't always like it here either. And then I'm sure he was, I mean, they didn't have a headset, but I could imagine him turning around and going, help over here, someone. But I, it was hard because I lost my connections and I couldn't be extroverted. I was home with two littles, not knowing anyone. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as I had the opportunity to make connections, I remember when um, Connie Cody, who is um, a dear friend who passed away a few years ago now, Connie called and said, would you like to go to a play with us? And I said, like a like a theater production? And she said, yeah, we have a community theater here. And I said, yes. And I, she said, well, do you need to know what it is? I said, no, we're going. And we had so much fun. And she looked down at me. Um, we're watching. And we had front row seats. And she pointed at me and she said, you should do this. Huh. And then I did. Like, I don't know how many theater productions I did. And it was, I mean, connection. Yeah. And... Then having to reframe life and start over again, yeah. finding those new connections. Yeah. So I think the older I've become, the more cognizant and maybe cautious and even just um, not discriminatory. That's not the word I want, but I'm more selective. I use discernment hmm. when it comes to how I give of my social energy. I mean, I would yeah. much rather spend time with, with, um, Lauren and Sean first Um, and then I always need some time to reflect Mm. so it's interesting how based on our strengths and our generational perspective I think the older I get the more introverted I become Mm. my younger self was much more extroverted Extroverted. Mm -hmm. Mm. but I think it's probably getting to a point of a mature use of a strength Mm. Um, I want to strength spot Sarah we love when people say that they're A, listening to Jen and Millie, but B, give us an example of their own version of what we were talking about. And Sarah sent us a picture of her bag for (laughs) the weekend at the airport. It was literally the smallest duffel I've ever seen. That was not even a carry-on in my mind. No, it was was the Like I have a purse, I have a purse bigger than that. (laughs) And she said, here's my bag for the weekend. And first I I was like, someone help. It's like, where's the second picture? Or send help right away. Made it. And then I, I responded with, that's mature use of strategic. Mm-hmm. Because she's really thinking about what does she exactly need. And when yeah. Sarah and I chatted a little bit this morning, mm-hmm. I was talking about your strategic is very similar. Yeah. And my strategic is, oh, no, what am I missing? Yeah. Paired with mm-hmm. input yeah. is it's a different look on strategic. So I'm thinking that's strategic and maximizer for Sarah. For sure. For you, it's strategic adaptability. Mm-hmm. 
And mine is strategic input, which is, I cannot be without. (laughs) What if I need this? Right. So for those of you who are listening in, we would love for your feedback. We would love for you to send us your thoughts, images. Mm -hmm. What what season do you love the most? What do you love about that season? What senses does it trigger? And what strengths do you think? that it indicates or what generational perspective do you think it might indicate or maybe what does it indicate about your values or what you need or what heals you yeah awesome oh such good thoughts I'm so interested to hear because Ellie I if we had more time I wouldn't accept that answer of not picking a season and just picking the change of seasons but um we'll leave it at that and hopefully um get more clarification as people submit their thoughts and responses to the episode um but thank you everybody for tuning in to episode 37 of jen and millie we're new to the podcasting world as you guys know so um which i feel like we're getting to the point where we're not quite new anymore but yeah, what, maybe we should have a different word there a rating a review um we are um novice Ooh. to the podcasting world i didn't even use a thesaurus you didn't um, so please it just came out of my head um so please give us a rating and review share us um, with friends uh get their thoughts on it too it's a fun dialogue to have like maybe ask at the dinner table you know what is your favorite season and what talents what strengths what things about your personality or your generation do you feel like inform that um but we'd love to interact with you to hear your thoughts on this episode and previous episodes so please feel free to uh, share the answers to the questions that we pose by either following us on instagram at jen and millie at g-e-n-n-a-n-d-m-i-l-l-i-e or sending us an email or contacting us um, really in any other way we love all forms of communication so we feel do. free feel free uh, but thanks so much everybody for tuning in and for listening to this episode and so we will sign off and talk to you next time